You're listening to Lead On with Greg and Mark, brought to you by the Pennsylvania Association of Intermediate Units. Join us this season as we engage in conversations on leading on through times of complexity. Now for your hosts, Greg and Mark. Dr. Hoffman, how are you today? How are you, sir? I am living the dream. Living one, the one dream. day at a time. One day, one at, day a time. at a time. Remember that TV show, One Day at a Time? I don't know if I remember that. And on the '80s, you're younger than me too. I don't know if that was. That's an old one. It was a long time ago. Yeah. One day at a time, right? Or maybe I'm making this yeah. up. I don't know. I'm having flashbacks to a TV show, and it was like one day at a time. One day. I, I don't know. I'm t- let me Who find. Knows? Let's find this theme song. We're going to Google that later. Back to me. Yeah. Yeah. I must be getting older. Remember you, that. You I watched a lot of TV as a kid. What a were lot. your go-to shows? Well, we talked about so all a decade. This. Let's go to the '80s. So I liked was was it Friday Night Videos? Was it Friday Night Videos? They would come out like, with things like it was Michael Jackson Thriller and all mm-hmm. those, and they would show the videos. That was so big for our younger listeners out there. There was a time where we actually saw music videos. Well, that's how you were introduced to new stuff. That's how we were introduced. Yeah. Like the tastemakers, right? And it was so much more than just the music. Because you got so much energy out of those those videos, like you, well, there were many movies. Yeah, many movies. Yeah, I was even thinking like REM. REM did a great job with that. Of course, I mean, just like sort of the emotion and the yes. art. They were art. Yeah. they were artsy. They were artsy. Michael Stipe, a photog- big photographer. You yeah. don't even always realize that, but he is. Yeah. So he started the, like existential videos, right? Like right. losing my religion's video. Like you just like, what are wild. They, what are they talking about? Yeah. Like, I know. What, what is this visualization yeah. here? So Friday night videos I would do. And then Saturday morning cartoons. It's just great memories there. And I know we talked about the Saturday morning with the Smurfs, <laughs> but, but, uh, but listen, there's, there were so many good, there were, there really were, remember the littles, there was the, the littles. Remember the snorks? The snorks. Come. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what, what was a TV show you'd watch with your family at night? Maybe it was a little risque or, you know, like uh, a little, you know what my, my father, we love cheers. We oh, watched cheers. cheers together. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't mean risque, like inappropriate, but like yeah, adult yeah. themes. Yeah. Adult themes was cheers that, yeah. that we love that. My dad was a big mash fan. Sure. Um, and the humor in that was great. I didn't realize, you know, dark. I looked, it was dark. It was dark. Um, but mash was awesome. Um, we always knew when my dad finished mash, it was time for dinner. Really? Like it was, that was a, that was every day. It was really good. Those are great memories. And we had the Coons Family TV. Yeah. It and was, you have a TV sitting oh, on top of the was, TV? It was, yeah. Dad, everybody dad did. had them all. Dad had, my dad was so awesome with us. He would have, you know how they have the split screens now with all the sports? Of course. He would have three or four TVs set up in the porch. And uh, the main TV yeah. would crackle. So like, like, like rabbit ears and yeah, stuff. It would, yeah. But what would happen is the sound would just go out. It would yeah. cut out. And then all you'd hear is wham. You know, he would just slam the TV and it would come back on. I mean, I it was classic. That. And he loved Radio Shack. My dad was, I think he kept them in business, you know? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. There really are no stores like that. I mean, I guess the closest thing we have is Amazon. You need a cable. You can't just yeah. drive to Radio Shack and get it. I That's mean, exactly. I mean, Best yep. Buy doesn't really even hold Best a candle Buy. to the kinds of stuff that Radio Shack no, had. No, they don't. I know Radio Shack was it. It was like a. It was like somebody's like tool shed. You just yeah. go, I need this thing. And the person mm-hmm. knew what it was. Yeah. Yeah, pretty wild. Yeah, we used to watch... Like a lot of reruns too in the eighties of shows that were like from the seventies, like Hogan's Heroes. I remember Hogan's Heroes, Kale's Navy, Gomer, like shows from the sixties, and the, you know, we saw those reruns. Just yeah, good stuff, r- really good stuff. Um, 
had great memories. I mean, like family. You talk what, about family. That was awesome time. Well, they they called it appointment TV, yeah. right? I don't think yeah. they called it that at the time, but as we've moved into this idea of streaming and on demand, right. yeah, which, which is not yeah. a new concept anymore, of course. It's the standard now, but we think back to those times where if you wanted to watch Cheers or MASH, you, knew you, had, yeah. you had to be exactly. at home. Mm-hmm. It put the channel on at that time, right? And it would be on. And if you missed it, you missed it. And then, of course, with That's VCRs, right. you could record it. But that was that was big. Dad, we were the only family, yeah, in our whole area that had a beta. Everybody we were, else had VHS. Your dad picked the wrong my, side of the beta wars. Yeah. We went to the store, the video store. There were only two betas, and I think it was it might have been Back to the Future and uh, Goonies. Sure, you know. So you but, just so watch those watch, a lot. We watch those a lot. I'm pretty sure that they, they say that the beta was a better technology. It's just not the one that took off. And so, so it's not that VHS was superior. It's just that yeah. it was, you know, the network effect. It was more prevalent, more ubiquitous. That's exactly it. And dad had a beta camera too. And he, every Christmas, I don't yeah. know if I told you the story. No, go ahead. Every Christmas, the Coons family, all the, I have two brothers and two sisters. We'd line up in age of, <laughs> according to our age. Yeah. And we'd walk out to the Christmas tree to see our presents. And dad would videotape every year, and we don't know where these tapes are. You don't know where they are? They're probably in her basement somewhere. You got to go get those. I got to find them. I yeah. want to see. Yeah. Yeah, it's good It's good stuff. I mean, back when, when I had this huge head of hair, you know. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Those were the days. Those were the days. Isn't it funny to think that your kids will think back in 20, 30 years on the things that, like, they'll be talking about oh, you or me, like oh, what yeah. we did? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I become such a dad. Like I became lame all of a sudden with my kids. Of course, isn't that? It was just an awakening for me. I'm like, I can't embrace be, I, it. I'm cool. I'm cool. No, I'm it, lame. No, embrace the <laughs> embrace em, the lameness. Embrace the lameness. <laughs> kids yeah. don't want kids don't yeah. want a cool dad. They I want know. a lame dad. I know. I know. Oh, I just thought of one of my favorite shows growing up, The Greatest American Hero. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Yeah. What was the premise of that show? I watched it a thousand times. I so can't remember. What some, was the premise? Sometimes he had the superpower, power, sometimes he didn't. I know, like, but why, he though? Would, he would run and try to fly, and sometimes he would flop. Right, and, and what determined whether or not he could fly? I don't remember that. I just, I don't know if it was something. He had that, the curly hair and the red jumpsuit. Yeah. yeah. And there was a, like a sidekick. Just sometimes his powers would work, sometimes they didn't. But isn't it funny that we watched that show religiously? We can't remember the premise. I can't tell you. I'm going to have to look it up. I don't know. Were you an A team guy? A team. Airwolf. I pity the fool. Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. A little uh, bit. Uh, well, a team. A lot. Um. Yeah. All good stuff. If you have a problem, Duke's a hazard. Yeah. Yeah. Just a good old boy. Shouldn't take that shortcut. <laughs> <laughs> what was the dog's name? Uh. Jeez. Now I'm, I have to go way, way into the boss hog, Cletus, and the dog. It was a basset hound. Um, wasn't Rufus? Know. Was it? I don't know. remember the dog's name. Whatever. So yeah, good stuff. Good so, stuff. Um, <laughs> you know what we started getting? We started getting those um, Fresh Express or whatever the Home Chef. The, oh, so we've been cooking a lot more. That, that's good. So they they send you essentially all the ingredients and, and, then, and the directions, and you know, twenty minutes later you got a meal. You ever do oh. that? So no, I haven't. Yeah, it's sort of interesting because it's convenient. It's it's not it's not cheaper than going to the store to buy all those things, right? It's not right. it's not incredibly expensive either, yeah. right? Yeah. But I'm sure you could uh, if you priced it out, you'd say, okay, this is this is probably worth it. But I find that it motivates us to cook more. Yeah. As a family, yeah. mm-hmm. when the ingredients and things come packaged, and you know, there's this pressure that you know. You've got a couple of days that you can use this stuff. So I, I like that. I like the whole concept around it. Um, I, we were thinking, we were talking about this the other day, my wife and I, and how in other countries, yeah, or even like California, yeah. you know, if you go to the western part of the state, 
every day they shop and they have fresh ingredients every day. You know, speaking of fresh. Yeah, you go to the, uh, like the it, bread store, you know. Yeah, the, where we, I think by the time we bring our, if we go to our local market, it's yeah. already been days that it's been sitting there. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, we were just talking about that. It's I lived random. in Spain and um, I studied abroad several times and I lived in um, Madrid at one point and I lived in Salamanca twice. And when I say I lived there, I lived there for like months at a time, not years at a time, but collectively yeah. over a year, you know. Yeah. And you're right. You would go, my, the, I lived with a host family mm-hmm. and- we would go to the panaderia, the bakery, like the bread yeah. store, like where they bake yeah. the bread. Yeah. And we would buy bread every day. Yeah. And that's the old towns. If you look at any of the old towns, like I, the I meat, think the of, poultry, they had, you had your baker, yeah. you had, you know, going right on through, you had your butcher. Sure. Like it was just classic, you know, um, butcher, your baker, your candlestick maker, <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Oh, <laughs> and then I guess we could do that, but I don't let, but we could walk to, to, to where they bake the bread. Yeah, we, we weren't driving That's anywhere. Right. Every like, I was never in a car when I lived yeah. in Spain. Yeah, right, right. But I'd have to. I mean, the the closest grocery store to my house four miles. I mean, it's the closest one. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, very good. do you guys cook a lot, or do you go out to eat? So we go out to eat a lot. Do you? Yeah, we get. Yeah. What's, what's your go to restaurant? So my daughter Callie's. Um, yeah. <laughs> she's fifteen now, yeah. but Olive Garden. See, my wife loves the Olive Garden. Olive too. Garden, and it. I like I like authentic Italian. Food. <laughs> such an and nothing against Olive Garden. I mean, we give you enough business. Uh, so, but uh, yeah, I actually have a great story about Olive Garden, <laughs> and it goes back a couple of years with my friend Joe DeLuca. At the time, I was working Luzerne Intermediate Unit. All right, and uh, he's like, "Let's go grab some lunch." So we go out there to Olive Garden. And I'm a huge, I, I love soup salad breadsticks. I just love it. Well, that's their go-to, right? It's their go-to. And yeah. it's a never ending, right? Oh, it's, it's never ending. Endless. It's endless. Endless. So <laughs> the waitress walks up to me. You guys are sitting at oh, the yeah, table? We're sitting there at the table. You know, we're sitting there and uh, You just I got seated starving. or what? Just got seated. Uh-huh. Literally just got seated. Uh-huh. I'm starving. The waitress comes up to get our drink order and I just go, she goes, what would you like? I said, soup salad breadsticks. <laughs> and my buddy Joe is just dying. He's just laughing. She goes, no, what would you like to drink? I'm like, oh, okay. you know. This- you jumped the gun. <laughs> I jumped the gun. And I and you say that your daughter likes the Olive Garden. <laughs> she does. Uh, yeah, where does she get it from? The apple in the tree, the right? apple in the tree, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I learned it from watching you. Yeah, kind of thing. So, so um, I have, I'm notorious in restaurants to try to order something that's not on the menu. And I, I just think back to, you know, the hungry years, we called them. Go ahead. Back when I was a teacher. Yeah. yeah. And then I was, I was a bartender at night okay. at this place called Damon's Grill in Hazleton. All right. So it's just right when it opened up. And my, my wife, it was, you know, uh, my girlfriend at the time was uh, uh, the waitress. So she's working there with you. She's working there with me. And it was kind of romantic. I used to make the shakes and hand them through and she'd give me the bread through the little window. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, it was like meant to be. All right. you know? Is this how you guys met? No, so you knew we each met. Other. We met in seventh grade. I was going to say, I thought you guys knew school. each other since you were yeah, little. Yeah. It was, yeah. So all right. So, so what's great is I would. She'd come to take my order. Like if sometimes we go out with the family to yeah. Damon's, and you know, and, and she comes to take my order, and she would roll her eyes every time because I would order something that's not on the menu, and I'd be like, "But can you make it this way?" Yeah, and she'd say, "No, Greg, it's not on the menu." No, and then she would get mad. So you're spewing dad joke vibes. Well, oh. before you were dad. Oh, all, all the time. My dad, you know, he comes up a lot on this when a waitress asks yeah. or a waiter big asks Mike. him. They say, hey, Big Mike, uh, he says, I want a hamburger. They say, how do you want it cooked? Answer every time. Delicious. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Delicious. And, you know, the, the ones that know him just sort of laugh and yeah. sort of ignore it. But the ones that are new that had never oh. met him before, oh. they have no idea what to do. 
Oh, man. Because they don't want to ask again. They don't want to offend him. Mm-hmm. And he can right. keep a straight face. Yeah. So then eventually, you know, my mom or someone, just just make it well done. Yeah. You meet him well. Now, did you ever work in a restaurant? I worked at Pizza Hut for a long time. I started pizza working Hut. at Pizza Hut when I was 14. Oh, I got a good story about Pizza Hut. <laughs> I started working at a carry-out delivery pizza. My brother worked at Pizza Hut. Yeah. And he got me a job at the neighboring restaurant this was a right. carry out delivery yeah i worked there almost through college you know wow yeah and uh, first job i learned a lot but go ahead what are you gonna say so i went when i proposed to my wife when i proposed to maria the next morning i left on a road trip with my two brothers to go out to tennessee to visit my cousins so we went you know we we stopped along the way at a bunch of places and i'll never forget we stopped at roanoke virginia at a disc golf course we were playing disc golf too as we were going through but we went out that night for dinner at pizza hut and I'm I'm big. I love garlic powder. Was you this a buffet? Powder? This was not. Okay. No, we we ordered, but it was a pan. What was it? Pan. What, what pan was pizzas? It? Pan pizzas. And they had the garlic powder in the shakers, and, but they didn't have garlic powder this time. Mm. And I'm. Are you a garlic powder fan or not? Absolutely not. See, I love it. All right. So she goes. I don't have any garlic powder, but I have garlic spray. Oh, I know exactly the spray. It was the can we used to put it on the stuffed crust pizzas. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. So she comes out. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm game. Yeah. She comes out with the the, the aerosol can yeah. of this garlic spray, and I spray it all over my pizza. Yeah. It was, and it was terrible. Of course, it was. It's like putting hairspray. It's like it's like garlic flavored hairspray. You just sprayed it all over your pizza. You remember when the stuffed crust pizza came out in like the 90s? Yeah, yep. right. It was the the, the cheese sticks yeah. that were wrapped in yep. the edge of the crust. Yep. When that came out of the oven, we were supposed to spray it with this disgusting um, aerosol uh, garlic spray. Oh, And yeah. so that's what she gave you. That's what she gave me. It was hilarious. It was so, hilarious. you know, it's funny. We were talking about first jobs the other day. And yes. uh, I asked yeah. people what was their first job and what did they learn? And so I shared that my first, you know, paycheck paying job, not under the table kind of job, was when I was 14 at Pizza Hut. And the lesson that just, I learned a lot of lessons, obviously, but the one that just like resonated me, with me, the most sudden, right? The, mo- the most sudden realization I had of a lesson learned was being like 14, 15 years old, being scheduled to work on a Friday night or a Saturday night, that because that's tough. where they- That's right. a life lesson right there. And I remember that I would have a conflict, like I was in a band, I'd go play a show. Yeah. And there'd always be a last minute opportunity to play. And the that sort of um, stress or tension, if you have to call out and you know you don't want to call out, yeah, and you're like, well, I don't want to go. And then your parents are like, well- your obligation is to your your boss, to your colleagues. You got to right. go to work. It might be nice to go play a show or go to the movies or go to somebody's house, but you made a commitment to show up at yeah, work. Speaks to commitment. That's exactly what I was. And thinking. I remember I didn't have the guts to call out, and so I went to work. I missed the show, and and I I sort of take that as like I'm I'm glad I didn't call out. Right. Exactly. I'm glad I didn't call it, but I remember how like that, that stress. And I saw it with my kids when they got their first jobs, when they were young teenagers, like this idea, not that they called out a lot, but this idea that they'd have to ask their boss for a day off or they'd have to find a colleague to cover for them. Like the stress of like asking, Hey Greg, will you cover my shift tomorrow? Uh, Yeah. I remember asking. It's a life lesson. I remember it is a life lesson. And I remember asking my boss and him saying no. Of course. And then what Uh, do you do? And yeah, then you it, sort of at this you, like standstill. You to, you're a standstill and you're like, okay. Well, I don't want to get fired. And you talked about commitment. You don't want to get fired. Right. So these first jobs, and I remember I was What was your first job? You, so um, I did the, the, I was a paper boy for a while. So mm-hmm. I, did, I did that. You so had to collect. I had to collect. That was big. And that relationships, we talk about that. I want my $2. That's, yeah, I want my $2. <laughs> Better off that. I love it. Oh my God. What a great skis. reference. <laughs> 
It's a steel trap. Oh, it's, it is. I love it. Yeah, Lots of useless information. So, um, so, <laughs> so my experience with so I was a I was a paper boy. I would I would cut lawns, um, all that kind of stuff. Uh, the, but leaves, you had a boss. Leaves. But yeah, I had a boss. His name was Fritz. Okay. I mean, you don't hear that name every day. No, I like it though. At the New Angola, I had an Aunt Fritzy. The New Aunt Fritzy, that I like that. Her name was Francis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I'm I, I, my first day on the job. Uh, if uh, those of you who worked in the restaurant world understand the head cook and how the head cook has the power, they are essentially your boss. Fritz owned the place, but the head cook never forget it. He looked at me. He goes, Coons. He goes, uh, Do you know the food chain? And I said, Yeah, I, I learned about that in science. You know. He goes, You are the bottom. <laughs> you are the bottom he said and so i what mean and that's, i was a dishwasher dishwasher and you know this i always no matter what kind of food we had there that night i would always smell the same coming home yeah and it was yeah, yeah. smoke grease oh smoke grease i would do the the uh bar orders too the the shorter orders. so what's your lesson learned so my lesson learned was just the importance of not letting your colleagues down right and the, and the importance of you know I, of, of what I just described. What about you working say, there? In that case, knowing your place, that was part of it. Like knowing your part. You're not going to boss the, you play. The, the cook around. That's correct. Yeah. Like I knew, I knew how to, to just to be able to, t- to put in my time. I think that's an important thing. It's an important skill. Yeah. Earn you your know, stripes. Earn your stripes. You got to earn your yeah, way. It's not yeah. Knowing your place is much. I mean, cause that well, sounds harsh to it me. It does sound harsh, but it, that's, but kinda, isn't it about listening, learning? I, it is. I, it is. I, it's part and you remember I had, a, I told you about a board member. He said, he said to me, he said, we were doing a building project and mm-hmm. obviously that's not my background. I've been living within the four walls of education all my life. And he said, he's like, Coons, stay in your lane, mm-hmm. stay in your lane. I think it might be more about that. Yeah. Knowing, knowing what your part, what you bring to the team, mm-hmm. to the table mm-hmm. in this case, don't mind the pun with restaurants, mm-hmm. but listen, that's, that was such a learning experience for me because I re- realized, okay, this is where I'm at. This is what my job is. And and you learned a lot, I'm sure. I learned a lot. Just yeah. by watching. Yeah. Yep. And at the time I had this, I remember I was working for, I needed gas money, all those kinds of things. It's back when 20 bucks really went a lot further. You could fill a car. You could yeah. fill, it was like, <laughs> gas was like 80 some cents. Remember? <laughs> now we sound yeah. old. I, I a, remember uh, when bread back, cost five cents. Back in the day. But so it was. Yeah, we're those people now. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're, we are turning into those people. Like yeah. now I know why my daughters think I'm lame. <laughs> I think you should embrace it, brother. I, yeah. I yeah. think your kids depend on you for the dad jokes and the, and the lameness because yeah. with that, with being lame yeah, comes predictability, security, and stability. That's, that's true. I think that's, that's what true. kids want. That's true. That's, that's well, safety. I, I think I told you the story uh, the other day. So, so um, growing up, my dad used to make stuff up. Yeah. Like if he didn't know the answer, sure. He would make it up. Yeah. And then, and now I, I do that sometimes and my kids are in the back seat and, the other day they fact checked me. Like they're like they're like, Dad, that's not right. I'm like, really? You Googled me? You Googled that? How do you know the internet's right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah you don't always think they're walking around with computers all the yeah. time. So. I love it. Well, the next time I'm cooking or at a restaurant, I'll be thinking of. Uh, <laughs> I'll be thinking of asking the waitress to soup make, salad breadsticks, soup salad breadsticks, or, yep. or or what have you. All right. What do you say we wrap this up? Let's wrap it up. Uh, group. Always, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. I, I, and, and Dr. Hoffman, this, I, I, I was looking forward to this. This is third season. Season I'm number third, three. Third season. And I'm, I'm just so thrilled about that. And it's always a pleasure, uh, uh, you know, talking, conversing with you. Yeah. So in the meantime. I feel the same way. Yeah. You know that. Yeah, I, I, I do. I feel it. 
I feel the love. You feel the All love? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. In the meantime, group, uh, let's make it a great day and innovate the USA. Goodbye. Bye-bye.